Thank you for coming. Good morning, Rose. Can I say Merry Christmas? You may. Yeah, you look different. <laughs> Thanks so much. I think because we haven't seen him in a long while. So yeah, that's, that's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been seeing him. Oh, George <laughs> has been, been seeing. Yeah, we always see at the Christmas village. Yeah. Wow, you guys are flexing. What are you guys always going there to do? Yeah, it's business. business okay. Which flexing? Okay. Yeah, the one that flexes. Okay. Anyway, welcome, Sesong. Um, Thank you, mighty George. All right then. We are talking peer pressure today. What's the relationship between peer pressure and crime? Well, um, truth is, most of the crimes that take our youth to the correctional centers mm. have been committed because they followed um, the crowd to do the wrong, as the saying goes. Oftentimes, they um, may have been with a friend, especially those who are still awaiting trial, those ones with the cases that we often sympathize with. They were with a friend. They, it was not their plan. Oh, they did not have uh, anything to do with this. Oh, but, you know, they happened to be the wrong crowd at the wrong time. They got napped and they are in for it or at times they got pressured into doing things that ordinarily they wouldn't like to do okay. smoking especially those that are those things that are forbidden by by the law um taking substances um uh, rape things like that you know oftentimes these are crimes that are committed on the heels of negative peer influence mm. why does it look like every time we talk peer pressure and influence we we look at it from the negative part you know that it's it's always negative i mean i kind of wonder can people be pressured you know by peers into good things like and that becomes you know what we talk about because every time peer pressure is mentioned it is in correlation with something bad well the truth is there's also positive peer pressure and um that's like you've rightly noticed it's not often talked about we don't seem to worry a lot about good things, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the negative ones that get our attention because we want that corrected. We, we want a situation whereby we are more and more aware of negative peer influences, how to overcome them, and in this context, so that you don't end up in a place where you wouldn't like to be. I see. All right, so let's get down to um, the topic itself, overcoming peer pressure. What is peer pressure for anyone who might still want to have an understanding of that? Well, first and foremost, um, let's understand the concept of peers. Basically, you're looking at people about your age, but oftentimes not. Mm. Not necessarily your friends, but most of the time people you spend time with. Could be classmates, could be colleagues at work, could be um, business partners, or the people you spend considerable amount of time with, okay? Now, you see these ones do things day in, day out. And um, there's that tendency that you, you'd want to maintain a level of relationship with them, connection to them. Could even be on social media. Now, in a situation where you feel um, not good enough to be in that, you know, that group, or maybe the group starts looking down on you, um, maybe teasing you, considering you're not fit to be amongst mm. them, you know, it has a way of making you want to do things to blend in, okay? So the moment you start feeling that, that um, inclination to do certain things, oftentimes against your values, just to blend into a group, then what you're, experiencing, what you're experiencing is negative peer pressure. Okay, so basically when we talk about peer pressure, negative peer pressure, that's what we're looking at, that feeling of inadequacy or mm. that feeling that you're not fit to be in a company just because you're not doing what they're doing and the, 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 the feeling that you need to do what they're doing to, to fit in, you know. Can one be pressured in a subtle way? Most of the time, peer influence can be very subtle. Hmm. It's not as though they'll tell you, hey, guy, do this because you are doing it. They may not say it. Some may not even um, really look down on you outright because they're not doing what they're doing. Okay. Oftentimes, it's you 
that's giving the evaluation that hey, my friends don't quite like me because I don't dress the way they do or they're just drinking, I'm not drinking, they're not comfortable. They didn't tell you that, but they're just deciding on your own that definitely they're not. Oftentimes, maybe we are also watching their body language, okay? okay? Or maybe it could be your own body language. You're not feeling comfortable because, you know, you're not doing what every other person is doing. So subtly, you begin to align yourself with the things that the members of that group are doing just to fit in. And these may not be things that you quite like or that go in line with the training you've received from maybe home or church or something. Mm. Okay. So it can be very subtle. Is it avoidable? Of course it's avoidable. Practically, um, In this 21st century? Of course. Um, that's why we are here in the first instance. You know, if only we are paying a lot of attention to what we need to do to avoid this, especially negative peer influence, then a lot of things will be averted. Now, let's think of um, the dangers of peer influence in the mm. first instance. It can have a mental effect, mental dangers, okay? There are also um, physical dangers, and um, we'll talk more about the, the legal aspect of the dangers. Now, looking at the mental perspective, the moment you begin to feel that you are inferior to your peers, they need to do something to catch up with their level of either spending or behaving or drinking or having sex or taking drugs and all these kind of things. You begin to internalize this um, concept of um, I'm an okay, I'm not as good as they are. So you begin to go what we call low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot including a lot of other personal strengths. So mentally you're suffering. vital organs, the liver, the lungs and all those things. You, you incur a lot of health problems because you want to drink like they're drinking. They'll, they'll bracket me. Um, what those names they call themselves. You know, you also want to be a chimney or, mm. <laughs> or a condenser or things like that. But you're harming your health. At the moment, you're having fun. But in the long term, you'd get to realize that you've done a lot of harm to yourself. And oftentimes, there are no things you can get back from. Now, on the other aspect, think of the risk that people like taking. Those that go, you know, having sex, this one will break up, up three girls, you know, and you want to go the same way. What if you contact HIV or, or some of those deadly, you know, infections and you live with them? Okay, some actually are having those debilitating illnesses because of giving into peer influence. Those are physical dangers that you may not be able to recover from. Then some take risk. Okay, we've seen um, sometimes social media, I see a uh, um, video of people going um, nude and have lost their senses and oftentimes it's attributed to drug use mm. they wouldn't have gotten into that corner if they took precaution but they ended up you know ruining their sensibility because they went taking substance they don't even understand then, 
um, it is easy to fall for peer pressure, especially the negative side. Uh, you know, it's probably better when you fall for peer pressure and maybe like, a, um, you know, a sane setting where it's a church group. You know that, okay, your friends are actually influencing you positively. Although these days it's not, I mean, it can go either way. Even in church, you could have negative peer pressure. Of course. You know, so how can you, you know, begin to just... Um, um, rehabilitate that sort of person and tell that person, you know what, go back home and get that love or stay on your own and you'll be able to, to be sane instead of getting that love, that attention that he or she is getting from friends outside. Well, you know, it, beyond attention, it's a matter of um, personal values. So the training basically starts from the person holding on to values that are socially Responsible. How do you learn personal values? Let's say for you're just growing up, you're you're an adolescent right now, because those are the ones that are more susceptible to, you know, peer pressure, right? If I may start from the most basic, they used to say, "Listen to your gut." Oftentimes, if something doesn't feel right, probably it's not right, and everyone has the capacity to tell what doesn't feel right. Okay, so now if you train yourself, regardless of your age, yes. So if you train yourself to follow the things you know you feel are incorrect then it's a good start some people are fortunate to have parents who are very particular about grooming Mm -hmm. their children so if you have those kind of parents listen to them okay listen to the things they say you shouldn't be doing the people they say you shouldn't be keeping company oftentimes you may have to ignore how they're saying it and pay attention to what they're telling you it doesn't matter if they're saying in a harsh way or in a, in a cold way or they're being too frank, you know, too blunt. Because they're always right. Not necessarily. But oftentimes when you look through their complaints, their bickering, they're they are pestering you. Why are they doing it? Because they love you. They want the best for you. You understand? Mm. So from that basic understanding, if you learn to take what your parents tell you as long as it's correct without you know, um, trying to uh, complain over how the manner, okay, you may be in the right path. Then, okay, parents but in this, is the in manner case, not important? It's also. very important. I'm saying this from the perspective where I understand that most parents don't have that basic skill in, you know, playing to what their children like. They often assume this authoritarian role. They want to, you know, assert themselves, oftentimes unnecessarily. So when you have that kind of background, you need to understand that well forget how they said it, take what they said it. Hmm. But if you're fortunate to have those parents that are very affable, then good for you. Because they'll be able to subtly and mildly put you through. Now, besides well, that... Well, parents in this case means, even though it's not biological parents... Of course. Let's also speak to those who do not have parents. You, um, um, often, so people who are staying, uh, you know, uh, youths growing up with people other than their parents. You would always have some adult whom you trust whom you respect, who in one way or the other may be like mentors to you, people who have been looking after your best interest. These ones, you can easily approach them if you have things that bother you and talk with them about it. Everyone has a confidant. That's the truth. Even those that are very solitude, they have someone they can always talk to. Mm. So it's always good to approach these ones, express your concerns, your, your problems to them and listen to what they'll tell you. These ones may have had experience with negative peer influence and they've overcome it. They may share some personal experiences with you which can help you. And apart from that, there are many self-help books that you can read written by responsible individuals. So these ones can assume, um, you know, parents' role. They can teach you. 
So read up, read up, read up, and learn as much as you can about how to overcome negative peer influence. Hmm. All right. So it's all about self-discipline, right? Self-discipline, now. self-development. Whatever you can do for yourself, mm. even though, even though you know, it's it's a proven fact that when you're at that age, when we're talking about the youthful age, the adolescent age, you're in a a mix. You're at a confluence. Uh, you need to. You, you feel you you can make decisions uh, for yourself. You also need guidance as well. You know, so people need to remind you at sometimes what to do instead of you taking that help from the books. But we'll talk more about this, uh, overcoming peer pressure, right after these messages. This is still The Correct Life on the Comfort Breakfast Fiesta. Tuesday, the 22nd of December, 2020. And I, I, I think that this topic, you know, is coming at the right time because this is Christmas and um, we know what happens already. We, we've seen videos of some really crazy things happening. The other day, we saw a video of a woman, you know, stealing a wig from a wig store. And the big question would be, why is she doing that? Maybe because everyone is wearing bone straight these days, you know, and that's happening. Um, and Sisong Udo is our guest. He is um, a lecturer at the Counseling Department of Educational Foundation, Counseling Psychologist and Lecturer. So we are talking about overcoming these. Now, we know that this, in, this thing is happening. So um, you said, well, it, it falls back on the person to... Yeah, self-help. Self-help. At what point do you realize that you need to get self-help before that comes in? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a teenager at 17. I'm already pressured into doing crazy things. I, do I, would I know that I am going off the track and I need to help to get that self-help? Definitely, you'd know you're going off the track. But then the other part is, do you have the boldness, what it takes actually to seek help? Because that is the main problem in our culture, seeking help. That health-seeking behavior is drastically lacking. So um, that's where we recommend that. Forget about those um, high-profile figures you may not be comfortable talking with. Start with the people that you're comfortable with. Most kids now are online. So you begin from there, okay, where you're not feeling um, pressured, like um, you're not feeling... Uh, the shame that comes from disclosing your very intimate you know thoughts and actions to someone that may already know you so you can start from there then again you may have close friends who are more responsible you you seek assistance from them then apart from that you also train yourself to evaluate situations and um, make correct decisions it's an important life skill which nobody will make for you Nobody will give that to you. You have to learn. You have to develop it. So you have to, like I said earlier, listen to your gut. If something doesn't feel right, convince yourself why it's not correct. But it's tempting. Very tempting. Okay. Very tempting. But you have to know that there are implications. You have to take responsibility. So you are attaining the age of responsibility. So by virtue of that, you need to know that if you fail to do things right, there are implications and very negative ones. So that should be one of the uh, motivating factors, things that should keep you away from doing things that you know are not right. Then um, on the aspect of um, making decisions on your own, it's easy to give excuses to your peers or maybe give them alternatives. Mm. They tell you, let's do this. I know it's not right. You tell them, how about we do this instead? Something you know is more appropriate. And oftentimes, if you are assertive enough, you find out that they'll agree to your own bidding. And... um, you can also give them um, excuses, okay? So you have to think ahead of time. 
I, I know the kind of people I'm working with. This is likely going to come up. So what am I going to tell them? So you decide ahead of time that if they try to ask you to do this or that, then you're going to tell them this and that. Oh, uh, we should go clubbing tonight. Ha! Huh? Tonight I had an appointment to see, you know, blah, blah, blah. It may not be, you know, um, an outright truth you so get, but you're just giving them a socially acceptable excuse. Uh, it's, not, just, it's, not, it's not a lie, right? It's a white lie. It's a socially <laughs> <Okay>. acceptable <laughs> excuse. I like okay. that. Uh, okay, what if the, the risk of not um, having friends per se if you don't get to do things with them mm-hmm. you know if you're always you're gonna be on giving your own, excuses you're isolated is there, is there not that um, I mean the adolescent would feel that would have that fear right and they say you know friends are everything without friends you might just be lost you might you might feel so alone that's true and so we don't recommend they isolate themselves rather we, we recommend they pick people as friends that share their values Mm. Definitely, you'd find them. You'd find them. People you, that you move around this. to look for them. No, within where you where you spend time, you shall find people who are more closely, um, who are thinking much like you, who prefer the kind of things you prefer. Even it's not the crowd, maybe just one or two. Maybe just one or two, and that's enough. Mm. And people don't get to call you a boring person, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> some people say, say you know, ah, they say I'm not a happening guy, not shaking. Mm. You know, so so that's well, a tag you should be proud to wear in mm, some circumstances. Yeah, sometimes. yes, especially now. Now that everyone's head is like going, um, you know, no, I'm why you. they want to do this, that you have to know that everywhere, even even here, you know, in Comfort FM, everywhere, <laughs> people's heads are just you know I, I going. Hope, cack. I, hope, I hope you're not referring to Rose. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't say anything. You know, it's just it's just the way it is. The way she's laughing. So All right. Okay, maybe maybe some guilty conscience. I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, no. All right then. So, I mean, um, so everyone needs to deal with it, even at this stage as well. We certainly need to deal with it. Well, the good thing about being an adult is that, I mean, you you realize that you have your own life to live. When you're younger, you feel that your life is, you depends know, depends on your peers, depends on the, my what peers, they think. and this, and even my parents, even now. Man, your parents don't even know what need to know what you're doing. So, um, what you do when people are not watching is very important. Yeah. All right. So this is so you don't get corrected at the correctional center. That's right. Yeah. All right. You'll have to fight. This is all. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you so we much. should have a part two of this. You know. Yeah. In future, we'll work on that. All right. That's it on the correct life. That's it on CBF. Uh,